0: You're in the Freedom Hut. This is the Buck Sexton Show podcast. Get more from Buck by following him on social media at Buck Sexton on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.
1: Welcome, friends, to the Buck Sexton Show. These are troubling times. We have multiple crises happening. You'd think that right after an election, there'd be something of a calm before the storm. You'd either have the preparation for a new administration, or the continuation of the old administration, and we'd be thinking about the holidays, Christmas presents, Hanukkah gifts, New Year's plans. Instead, we are subjected to more and more lies about what is actually happening in this election recount and auditing process, and we're subjected to increasing totalitarianism that doesn't even try to justify itself anymore in order to stop covid as if that's possible. And let me tell you, and I, I don't usually complain about these things to you because I think that oftentimes people use this as an opportunity to just direct attention to themselves or, oh, look at me. I have found out beyond any doubt. I mean, it's official that because of my stances on covid-19 Asking questions, mostly, because I say, hold on a second, the data does not support this thing that they say. Hold on a minute. How does it make sense to do this and not that? For those thought crimes, for that wrong think, I'm currently throttled, limited, demonetized, you name it, on all of the major social media platforms. That's currently happening right now. Some people have been saying, Buck, you haven't been tweeting as much or you haven't been posting as much what's going on it's because i'm trying to figure out what's happening and i've gone into the back end of various accounts and looked at the stats and seen the official warnings you have to look for them sometimes or the official suspensions all these things that happen and yes what they do now is they bring in quote independent fact checkers end quote and they shut you down and they don't even tell you about it necessarily you'll just find out oh your reach is down Ninety percent. You think that your followers and your followers believe they have access to what you're saying and thinking. But no, you are just put in the penalty box. This is coming at a time when people are asking important questions, people being willing to say, hold on a second. Why are we at an all time high in cases in this country? Why are we being told that California is going into full on stay at home mode in Los Angeles, in some of the Bay Area counties. The most extreme lockdown orders that you would find anywhere in this country. And this is all happening after months of masking and social distancing and limitations on gatherings. And they tell us that the reason for all of this is because we haven't done a good enough job. We've had months of restrictions in place. Remember when California over the summer was holding itself up as a great example? We mask up so we're safe. That's what they were saying. That was what the governor, Gavin Newsom, that just slimy fraud. That's what he was telling everybody. Great job. You listen to what we tell you. Therefore, you're safe. Do they stop listening suddenly? No. No. But can they admit that? No, people in power don't like to have their power taken away, and they also really don't like to look stupid or like they've been swindled or they're frauds, right? They prefer to avoid that when they can. They certainly don't like like looking dumb, though, because mockery of public officials is one thing that they know is destructive to their brand. You can disagree with them. You can think they're they're, uh, left-wing hacks, But if you can really make fun of them and it sticks, that bothers them. That's why this hypocrisy that we see stays in so many people's minds long after it happens. When Gavin Newsom and others, London Breed, the mayor of San Francisco, these public officials, California and elsewhere across the country, who don't take their own warnings to heart, they want you to shut down. They want you to lock down. But the rest of us, you see, Uh, in the elites, we get a we get a get out of lockdown free card. That's their that's their position. But I just get very angry because I see what's happening here. I see that this is really about shaping the public mind, shutting down debate and discussion. And big tech is now full on part of this authoritarianism. What purpose does social media serve in a time of? national policy crisis if not to allow people to exchange information and ideas that are contrary contrary to the dominant paradigm why even have it what's the point these are communications platforms and yes they've been given special exceptions and carve-outs 230 should go it should go Because they're acting like the New York Times editorial board has created this place where you can have a conversation, but they shut it down the moment they don't like what you're saying. You know why I bother them so much? Because I'm right about things that they, the consensus enforcers, have been wrong about. It's embarrassing for them, but it's only embarrassing if people know about it. So they cover it up and they shut people down and they say. You're violating our terms of service. How am I violating? Oh, that's right. Third party fact checkers say that this is not correct. Third party fact. The third party fact checkers are morons. I am smarter than all of these third party fact checkers. I know more than them. I have a longer track record of not just calling things about COVID, but about everything in public life. Why? Why do they get the ability to stifle me? Oh, that's right. And I'm I'm not the only one at all. I know this is happening to a lot of my fellow conservatives in this fight, but I'm just telling you right now, I have been directly targeted by this. They're going after me with everything they've got, and they're doing it in the slyest possible way. They can't, they're not suspending me. I haven't broken any rules. So what do they do? They just throttle me. They shadow ban me. Oh, you think you're communicating with your followers, but you're not. And you know that I wouldn't say this unless I, I, I have the proof. I know. I can see. And then I track it down and there's this little, oh, you violated this here or. And remember, it's not terms of service, really. It's that they bring in these fact checkers. You know, what the fact checkers do launders their authoritarianism to a third party. So these billionaires that, you know, own and run Facebook and Twitter and and everything Google affiliated. They they're not the ones saying that there's no free speech. they brought in these independent fact checkers. People are losing their livelihoods. California is turning into like a prison state right now. For what? Because this is going to make everything so much better. Ask somebody who believes, oh, we only have to do this for two weeks and then we'll flatten it. Really? Yeah, because the environment, the climate for covid is going to be so much better in the middle of December or the end of December than it is now. What happens when you start to open back up? Gee, think this one through if the lockdown slows down cases what happens when the lockdown ends when you look at hospital capacity the media keeps lying to you about this and don't worry i'm gonna get to the lies about the election and how they say that what happened the, the georgia video is debunked it's not debunked there's all these things that they could do there's all these ways they could show us that the election results were not fraudulent in a widespread and systematic fashion and they choose not to do them why they're so busy it's so hard to do a signature match in georgia but there's something bigger going on here i mean remember this if they can censor us during a pandemic when they've gotten countless things wrong already they can always find an excuse to censor you for anything else that really matters as well most of the worst uh, most of the most uh, worst wa- worthwhile ideas and arguments and news stories you can share on social media right now are, are getting banned. They may not tell you they're banned, but they're shadow banned and it's happening faster and faster now every day. And the tidal wave of fact checking and false news censorship is occurring during an election and in the immediate aftermath. You think it's in, in, in any way unconnected? That Hunter Biden, the the shutdown of that story right before the election, and now the continued shutdown and all this. Oh, this is disputed. This is disputed. Everything worth talking about in politics is disputed. They put these little idiotic disclaimers on everything. This is putting their thumb on the scale, putting their elbow on the scale for the authoritarian left. And they've lied to you. They've lied to society about this. They've said that they are... Devoted to free speech, these are platforms for the exchange of ideas. They're not publishers, they're platforms. That's a lie. They are acting as publishers, straight up. It's just, there are so many people publishing on their sites, they can't go after it all. So what do they do? They use algorithms, and they go after people that are too problematic for them. They go after people that are getting too much attention for an idea that opposes this consensus. None of this is a coincidence or an accident. None of this also was applied to the mass hysteria about Trump-Russia collusion. All lies for years. Where was all this third-party fact-checking then? Where was all the shadow banning and the suspending of people then? No, it's only now when we have lockdowns happening, we're separated from each other. This is actual tyranny in practice now. When someone says your restaurant can't open, but across the street someone else's can... Because I say so, and you go bankrupt, and someone else doesn't. Because I say so, that is tyranny. That's what it feels like. The founding fathers were drawing muskets on people for taxing their tea too much. You remember? But here we are, being told, you're not allowed to ask tough questions. You're not allowed to point out, what? That the public health policies in place... Uh, is this success? Is this what success looks like? They've got to be kidding, right? I mean, the, compared to compared to what? What is the baseline? In mean, California has reported more than thirty thousand new coronavirus cases—the biggest one-day increase on record for any state. Is it because California is Trump country, and people are mask deniers there? Gee. I guess that whole narrative about it's all the Trump people not wearing masks that are spreading the virus was idiotic, reckless, vicious and stupid. But if you try to point these things out, be careful, because the third party fact checker, who are these people? Who, who are these individuals that I'm supposed to believe are in a position to fact check me? And they're, it's not even facts, it's opinion that they disagree with. But the fact checkers have better opinions Now, this is, of course, happening in part because journalism has so thoroughly disgraced itself because of its obvious bias and its blatant uh, blatant partisan activism. They're rebranding this wing of objective journalism as fact checking. Now, they cannot win the argument, so they must control the flow of information. That's what's happening right now. It is real. It is all around you. And big tech is their way back to information dominance. That's what they want. Just like the old days, no Fox News, no conservative media, just get your talking points read to you by some imbecile with too much hairspray on the nightly news, or in this case, from the New York Times website. That's the only thing that's allowed. Don't question the election. Don't question the COVID lockdown policies. If you do either of those things, They will silence you. Where are the big defenders of our democracy right now? Oh, no, the great irony of our present moment is that many of the loudest voices that claim to be preserving our democracy are, in fact, leftist mouthpieces for censorship and totalitarianism, which are, in fact, mortal threats to our democracy. That is what is happening right now. Don't ask questions about the election. It's over, they say. Don't ask questions about COVID policy. It's the science, they say. And they are wrong on both. And they know it, which is why they won't even let you talk about it.
0: Thanks for listening to the Buck Sexton Show podcast. Get the latest news and information from Buck by heading to BuckSexton.com.
1: I'm not the only one who's furious about this in the media. That's the good news. Although I've been going after the COVID lies harder than almost anybody. There are a few others who have been really strong on this one. Uh, but Rick Santelli. Speaking of the Tea Party, this is the guy who got the Tea Party started. Remember that? It's from his rant. That's how I ever got the idea for the Tea Party. This guy, Rick Santelli, CNBC. Here he is having the, the classic exchange of this moment where it's smug, elitist, wealthy lib who can stay at home, have DoorDash and Hulu take the edge off the day. He doesn't have to worry about anything. And he doesn't want the peasants getting all uppity about how their small businesses are being ruined or they can't see any of their elderly relatives this this holiday season. You know, if people understood what the death data was year in and year out, In this country, how many people are dying, especially in a certain age group all the time? They might feel a little differently about saying, sorry, nine months, 10 months, 18 months of your life, not allowed to see people. Too dangerous. You know, if you're 97 and you want to see your loved ones, I think you should be able to. I, I don't think you should be told just six more months. But here's here's Santelli play it.
2: Tell me that shutting down, which is the easiest answer, is necessarily the only answer. Rick, I just, I just as a, as a as a public health and public service announcement uh, for the audience, the difference wait, between wait, a big all, box retailer. Who is this? Hold on. The difference between it's <coughs> oh, who else? the difference, <laughs> who else? The difference between <laughs> who, a who big else? box retailer. Hold on. The difference between a big box retailer and a restaurant, or frankly, even a a church, are. So different, it's unbelievable.
0: Going I disagree. I disagree. I disagree. You're
2: wearing, disagree. You're wearing you a mask. You can have your thoughts, and I you're can have mine. You're required to wear a mask. I disagree. It's science. I'm sorry. It's science. If it's you're wearing a mask, science. it's a different story. Five hundred people in a Lowe's aren't any safer than 150 people in a restaurant that holds 600. I don't believe it. Sorry, don't believe okay. it. Okay. And I you're, live in an area don't. where there's a lot of restaurants that have fought back, and they don't have any problems. And they're open. Okay, you don't have to believe it, but let me just say this. You're doing a disservice to the viewer because the viewers need to understand it. You are doing a disservice to the viewer. You are. You are.
1: Listen to that smug lib. It's science. It's science. As if he knows anything about science. And this is actually public policy. This isn't science. If it were science, as in there's a right answer and a wrong answer, They would have gotten the answer right, don't you think? Somehow they haven't. As anyone can observe for themselves, all this stuff we've been doing, all these preparations, all the, oh, wear your mask, mask up between bites, mask indoors for dining, outdoors for dining, all this stuff we've been doing has not worked. That is obvious. And I'm just going to tell you this right now. I am getting attacked online by the social media companies now for saying things like that, that the policy has not worked. One, I'm right, and that's obvious. And two, that is an opinion about a public and political concern. That's not a fact-checkable thing. But they treat it as a fact-check so they can censor, so that idiots like, it's science guy, can keep on going around thinking that they're not imbeciles who are the enemies of free speech and the free exercise of ideas and your freedom as an individual.
0: You're in the Freedom Hut. This is the Buck Sexton Show podcast. For more Buck, head to bucksexton.com and remember to subscribe to the podcast.
1: They can ban me, they can throttle me, they can shadow ban all the things that they're doing. Demonetize You know, they they can scold me with these emails. There's no human being that could win any of these arguments with me. So now it's all it's all from anonymous online accounts from these mega social media companies. I mean, this is like a gas nightmare. You're banned because you said something not true. Um, I, I shared an opinion and and it's actually rooted in fact. But who wants to debate me? No, no. Sorry. The fact checkers said you're wrong. Oh, oh, the fact checkers. Well, I'm sure people that spend their time doing fact checks on social media are really smart and understand the complexities of American politics, as well as microbiology and covid policy. I'm sure there are a bunch of geniuses. You know what this is, friends? The left was losing ground when social media was never a truly open playing field, but when there was an active censorship. And so what they've done is they've bullied their buddies, their peers, Jack Dorsey and Zuckerberg and the rest. And they've bullied them into adopting these official stances that privilege, advance and support the left wing narrative of events. This we talk about how if we lose and we'll talk about the Georgia Senate seats coming up here in a little bit, too. But if we lose the Senate, they're going to add D.C., Puerto Rico, pack the Supreme Court, get obviously the filibuster getting rid of it goes first. If we don't get control of the ability to communicate freely online, we're we're done in the long term. Conservatism is over. If they can tell you what you can think and what you can say and how you can share information because we can't compete. You can say, oh, fuck, well, we can all start writing to each other with quill pens and use snail mail or something. We won't be able to compete. Their propaganda machine will become overwhelming again. Why do you think they're so desperate to do this? It's pathetic, but it's very effective. It's very effective. Uh, This is this is concerning. It's upsetting. Uh, We got to fight, friends. We got to fight. We got to fight for these election results to be clear, to be real. We have to see where there was fraud. We have to find it. We have to put it out there. And they're going to tell you that fact checkers say this isn't true. Of course. And they're going to tell you, do what you're told. Wear a mask. Shut up, peasant. Sorry, if you lose your business, sorry, if you have a mental breakdown, mental health metrics in this country are in in the 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 toilet. I mean, it's going terribly for people. Kids taken out of school. I just want to know when I was advocating for schools to be open in August, as I was and as President Trump was when I was advocating for schools to open. I wonder I haven't even been able to go back and look yet how much fact checking and throttling of my usage of these. Supposedly free and fair platforms online occurred. Do you think that I, do I get a, a an email from Twitter saying, "Hey, Fauci's actually a weak-willed Democrat jackass," and you were right about schools? Sorry about that. No, no, I do not. Do I do I get anybody saying, oh wow, great call when I said that New York City was going to lock down again, that all these cities were going to lock down again, and that the stuff we were doing over the summer when cases were low was just theater. No. I, I, I do not get an apology for that. No, no one tells me, sorry, you were right. Wow. What has Fauci been right about? I just what, what has Fauci said that he go? Oh, wow, that was good. He saw that one coming. Of course, Biden's keeping him on, the classic bureaucrat status move have somebody who's a total clown but they they have the right politics and you keep them around you keep them around and have them hide behind their credentials you know fauci's not some world-class brain surgeon okay he's a guy who's like yeah we got you know the metrics and the numbers and you know i've been a doctor in public health for a long time yeah what, what what great public health scourge did he help us defeat Ask yourself that question. Where where is his where's his track record of success? Or was he just hiding in the flabby folds of bureaucracy for the last 40 years? The flu season might be bad this year. Be careful. Wash your hands. Thanks, Dr. Fauci. Amazing. It's amazing, right? You would hope that we could at least be honest about this, but we can't. Okay, I've got more questions. I can say them here. Thankfully, I, I don't get shut down on radio, so I can tell you the truth on the radio. I try to tell you the truth online, those of you who follow me, but getting getting shut down. Yeah, I, I what else am I going to do? But yeah, by the for those of you who are going to tell me, I'm already, I'm posting every, I'm on parlor all the time, I'm posting there, I've, of course, I'm, but I, uh, this is why I've been saying we need these things, and we need people to back them, and we need big money to go into them. You know, Republican billionaires, I put out my, my clarion call to you again. You want to help save the country? Stop funding another think tank that does nothing and fund a social media platform so that it can actually get the user base necessary. And by, if it's parlor, that's great. I, I love parlor. I'm using it every day. And I appreciate what the people who are spearheading that are doing. I'm, I'm all about it. But I'm, we need more. I want conservative movie studios. I want conservative news organizations that don't have to worry and shut down the moment that there's a boycott from some of these left wing activists who the game they play. It doesn't even have to be a boycott. They just have to make people afraid there'll be a boycott. And those you were saying, oh, but Buck, let's, you know, we we got to dig more into the Sidney Powell thing or whatever. I'm sitting here saying, look, I want to do all of that. If they control the information flow, it doesn't matter. This is the fight. That is that is hanging above all these other political fights we're having. If they can shut this down, if they can censor you, they can stop people like me from telling you the truth about things. What 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 arguments do you think we're going to win? We're in a very divided country. There are a lot of Democrats. It doesn't matter how bad, doesn't matter what happens. We could set an all new covid record next week and the week after and the week after. And they'll say, oh, well. You know, you're not locking down enough. And if the cases go down the next two weeks, guess what they'll say? See, lockdowns are great. They work really well. And then what happens? You stop. And then what? Right. I mean, this is not allowed, not allowed to even think about it, not allowed to have a real discussion about it. People are suffering because of this. People are suffering because of bad policy, because of. Capricious and arbitrary decision making by government officials who are going outside the normal legislative process, the checks and balances, the accountability for what's happening. That's been wiped away. And you have people like like this woman um, who is a restaurant owner, a restaurant owner in California who put out a video went viral. And I want to just narrate a little bit. Then you'll hear her voice. But she goes outside of her restaurant. She spent eighty thousand dollars a lot of money for a small business for a restaurant i mean i'm you know spent $80,000 creating a really functional cozy substantial outdoor dining area in california and after doing that and she obeyed them she bent the knee and by the way i don't say that disparagingly but you know she said okay government i'll do what you say here i'm trying to be a good citizen you know and she's expecting a little pat on the head from the government says all right we're, we're, we're going to we're taking eighty thousand dollars out of your pocket. But once you've done that, we'll let you operate and sell your food to customers. And but it has to be outside. And then they turn around and they say, oh, sorry, too many cases, too many cases. So you're not allowed to open your restaurant anymore. You're, you're not allowed to do this. And she walks outside and her outdoor dining And this is why it's it's so I mean, you can't you know, you can't see this if you listen to this on a podcast or radio. But her outdoor dining area is right next to another outdoor dining area, which is set up exclusively for the use of a movie production, which is considerably larger, more chairs, more tables, everything movie production. It's sort of catering tables because. Hollywood needs to be able to do its business. And if you're the mayor, if you're Garcetti in Los Angeles, you got to keep Hollywood happy. So her business goes up in smoke. She's out $80,000. She may go bankrupt. She has to fire all of her employees. Remember, there's no PPP anymore. There's no money coming. There's nothing. Because Nancy Pelosi wanted to make a political point. These Democrats are vicious, vicious, vicious. It's going to get worse, too, if they actually manage to seize power with Biden here. But here she is in her own words describing what she sees outside of her restaurant. Uh, This woman um, Marsden play. it.
3: So this is my place, the Pineapple Hill Grill and Saloon. If you go to my page, you can see all the work I did for outdoor dining, for tables being seven feet apart. And I come in today because I'm organizing a protest and I came in to get stuff for that and I walk into my parking lot and obviously Mayor Garcetti has approved this, has approved this being set up for, this being set up for, for a movie company. I'm losing everything. Everything I own is being taken away from me and they set up a movie company right next to my outdoor patio which is right over here. And people wonder why I'm protesting and why I have had enough. (laughs) They have not given us money and they have shut us down. We cannot survive. My staff cannot survive. Look at this. Tell me that this is dangerous. But right next to me as a slap in my face.
1: It is. It's a slap in her face. And these morons in our media, and they're disgusting, who don't give more voice to women and and men like this who have done everything they're supposed to do. And then just based on the arbitrary whim of government power, they're ruined. Why should she accept that? Based on what? Let me tell you this. Do you think anyone from the government is going to come to help her? Does anyone feel sorry for her when her business goes under, when she can't make the rent payments for this business, when her life savings are drained? What do they think happens? No, it, it, the movie industry producers, the people that are connected, that, that Garcetti and others like him, other Democrats who are particularly odious when it comes to this all across the country, uh, the ones who are connected, they're fine. They'll be fine. Does anyone feel sorry for this woman in, in three months or six months when the pandemic recedes, as it will, and she's bankrupt? No, it's sorry, start all over again. Your livelihood, your future was the cost of doing business. Sorry, that's the way that it had to be. Because Dr. Fauci says so. Oh, no, not the movie producers. They're important. Sorry, too bad for you.
0: You're in the Freedom Hut. This is the Buck Sexton Show podcast. Get more from Buck by following him on social media at Buck Sexton on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.
1: Does anyone even want to try to answer this question? Why is outdoor dining banned in california i, I want to know show me this study show me where outdoor dining is a major trans, transmission risk and keep in mind there are activities that are allowed still there are plenty of things you can still do in california i mean i shouldn't say plenty there are a bunch of things you can still do in california that are far riskier than outdoor dining like go into a home depot or a lowe's go, go into a costco that's totally fine retail is open at limited capacity, but retail is open. Huh. Where do you think you're safer? Being in a place where they limit the number of people indoors, but there are still people indoors or being out in open air? Do they think do you think the virus is going to fly at you with with open airflow? It, it, it's like a heat seeking missile. It's going to come at you from 20 feet away outdoors. I, I'm just I'm wondering, does anyone want to try to answer this? No, they, they have no. It's just be quiet. Do what you're told. And I've had enough of be quiet, do what you're told. I, I think this is wrong. I think this needs to stop. And I'm not the only one, obviously. It's why there's these, these protests happening. It's why people are speaking out against this. Kevin O'Leary, Mr. Wonderful. i got to say, I've always, I, I like Kevin O'Leary. I've interviewed him and met him. Good dude. Here he is asking the obvious questions. Play Nine.
2: How is it possible when I've spent sixty, eighty thousand dollars $80,000 on the back of the restaurant and the front of the restaurant to provide the seats and the heaters and complied with the city ordinance and was just about to reopen, no tents. This is not tented. This is outside with air flowing. I'm shut down. And right across the street is a big box retailer with food services, vending machines, and open service courts inside the store providing food inside of a big box. Walls around it. And you could argue to me that they have HEPA filters. I know with certainty they don't. So you're telling me the viral load in the outside of my restaurant is higher than the viral load inside of the big box, which is enclosed? That's ridiculous. And there's no science claim on this. You, you People are making a comment of science statements. How can outside be less safe Then inside, you heard Gottlieb himself on your own air just moments ago talking about eating in restaurants outside with a mask on. So now I, as a sheriff, have to go bankrupt and all the employees I have have to be laid off for the third time. This is totally unfair. This is just Los Angeles. Kevin, by the way, it's not just L.A. How come I can be open in Miami in the same chain?
1: I would love to see Fauci trying to explain that one. I know he's not making the decision. It's Los Angeles. Why can't he tell them not to do this? He'll weigh in on things whenever he feels like it. Do this, do that. Open schools. Don't open schools. Wear a mask. Wash your hands. Don't breathe too much. This guy's got lots of opinions about what the public should be doing all the time. Why isn't he telling? but, But didn't have an opinion about how schools should be open, even though all the data always, always not only supported that, proved that schools were effectively zero risk to children, and not not only zero risk to children, but that children don't transmit this very easily at all to adults, if at all. That's what we actually have seen in schools. Fauci wouldn't speak up on that. Why? Doesn't want doesn't want the Democrats and the teachers unions not to like him. Oh, but he's nonpartisan. If you think Fauci's nonpartisan, uh, honestly, you know you should, somebody should go watch MSNBC because they're just not smart enough to handle reality. Does anyone have an answer to what? Mr. Wonderful, Kevin O'Leary's talking about there? No, they do not. They, they don't even pretend to have an answer. They have, they have no idea, right? They just say, well, that's what the people in charge are saying. Really? Really? Yeah. This is where we are. No, not even offered up any answers. I wonder if Kevin O'Leary will get, uh, if he puts some of this stuff out there, if he'll get shadow banned on social media. By the way, the social media companies are doing great, aren't they, during this? Amazon's doing great. Washington Post doing great all these a lot of these companies they're not laying off people they're not worried who's voiceless in all of this the small business owner the independent American the worker the person who's still driving his truck or the you know the woman who's still at the grocery store at the pharmacy they're still doing their jobs
0: you're in the freedom hut this is the Buck Sexton show podcast for more Buck, head to bucksexton.com and remember to subscribe to the podcast. I've got a terrible take from
1: Obama and a good take from Obama, believe it or not. Just, just bear with me. I should say an accurate take. So I've got an inaccurate and accurate take from Obama. Here's the inaccurate one. Play five.
2: This comes up every December. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? No. Yeah, I agree. No. <laughs> It's a Wonderful Life is a Christmas movie. That's right. Charlie Brown Christmas is a Christmas movie. That's right. Die Hard is an action flick that happens to involve tangentially Christmas. This is unbelievable. This This is the best interview I've ever done.
1: Die Hard is clearly a Christmas movie. I don't know why we keep coming back to this every year. The whole thing takes place Christmas Eve. Okay. It doesn't get more Christmassy than that. There are Christmas trees. Ho, ho, ho. I've got a machine gun, too. It's a Christmas movie. But so Obama's wrong about that. He's right, however, about this. And this is really important for everyone to understand as we're looking at the election results and trying to get answers, trying to get a signature audit in Georgia. Why aren't we seeing more action from Republican office holders in some of these states? What is wrong with them? I, I really ask that. I'm wondering what what the, what do they think they're doing? Most of the Republican Party thinks this election was stolen. They think that there was cheating. If they if if Republican officials believe that it was not stolen, if they think there was not, in fact, cheating, they should be helping to prove that they should be assisting those who are trying to get uh, answers here. They, They shouldn't be doing all of this nonsense the way that they're doing it. Right. Slowing things down, making things harder for everybody it's It's absurd. it is absurd. so that's I, I want answers here, but anyway, Obama said this about the Georgia special election for the Senate seats. I watched the debate with Leffler and Warnock I'll tell you about it in a, in a in a bit, but I mean, you know, not a particular like Warnock is a radical left- wing guy, no surprise, basically a a well-spoken socialist, and yeah. That's what you've got. And Kelly Leffler, you know, is, I think, somebody that I align with ideologically on a lot of stuff. She's not bursting with charisma. I'm just going to speak honestly about this. But, you know, she's good. She's solid. Be solid in the Senate. Better than Warnock. I don't know what else to say. And here you go with Obama pointing out just what the stakes are here. Play twenty two. The special election in Georgia is going to determine ultimately the course of the Biden presidency and whether Joe Biden and Kamala Harris can deliver legislatively all the
2: commitments they've made.
1: Yeah, he's telling the truth. This Senate election is essential. It's essential. Think of this Senate election as the as the firewall, think of this as the last line of defense against the leftist socialist lunacy. If we lose the Senate, if they have unrestricted, unrestricted uh, control of government, or rather uncontested control of government, uh, we are in for a very difficult period. I, I don't even know I don't even know what to say about it other than you know get in the trench put your helmet on and you know hope that you make it through the shelling i mean it's gonna be bad if biden somehow still manages and i you know what i don't even care people have been telling me buck doesn't matter what the percentages are you say we're in the fight so we're in the fight you know what i think that's fair i agree who long shot or not i was just saying that so that people could psychologically prepare but i i understand that that uh that critique. I always want the team to tell me what they think. I mean, I, I'm here to serve you, the audience. I always want to know. And if you if you want me to say, look, you, you're saying we're in this fight. You know, a coach before the big game doesn't say, you know, we're eight to one underdogs, but go out there and have a great game. I agree. That's fair. That's fair. So we're going to fight this thing to the end. That said, you still make preparation. That's a different thing. That's not setting yourself up for failure. That's just being smart. And that's really fighting two contests, two battles at the same time. You know, even if, you're, even if you're outmatched in one contest, you don't go into another one saying, well, you know, we can't focus on this. This Georgia Senate situation is essential. It's essential. And Obama knows it because there's only so much that Joe Biden will be able to do by executive order. And the Republican Party has no stomach for this great reset idea the Democrats are increasingly going to be running with. Build back better is really now just a code word for the great reset. Build back better. What they mean by that is use this crisis as an opportunity to push things that they couldn't normally get the American people to go along with and to use executive order, kind of like what they do with covid instead of normal legislative process to get it. But if they have the legislative branches too, disastrous stuff, disastrous as evidenced by the fact that they think that having John Kerry as the climate czar, he's perfect for that job. John, John Kerry is a, a, an empty suit with a big bank account, courtesy of his wife, that just kind of wanders around with this very pompous tone. and It's such a joke. God doesn't know anything about anything. But he speaks good French, so when he sits down to talk to people... Yeah, they're impressed. The journos are impressed with him. He's an internationalist. He goes to Martha's Vineyard. He's got a yacht. You know, you can trust him. He's not a socialist, really. How many super rich socialists do we have to see throughout history before we realize that it's actually a religious belief masquerading as an economic system and that the people that want it are invariably, the people that want it the most and push it the hardest are invariably those who believe or know they will not be ruined by it. Classic John Kerry or limousine liberalism. You can either way. Same idea. Same thing. But I, I need to know. I need to know why we can't have a signature audit in Georgia. Why Raffensburger isn't going along with this. And I also need to know why everyone thinks that the Pennsylvania, I shouldn't say everyone, but why anyone should say that Pennsylvania is not a completely legitimate legal challenge, they held an election in violation of law. They violated the election process to have an election. That's a problem. How do you certify a state like Pennsylvania when they didn't go through the rules change uh, necessary to actually do what they did? They just decided that they're going to do it. The Pennsylvania Secretary of State just said, oh, we're going to do it my way. It's not how it's supposed to go. Unacceptable. But now we're going to see also the real stress test on all this will be whether the economy, uh, whether the economy is able to continue on in a Biden administration, even with these socialists and these uh, leftists, Because I think what you may eventually see here is a recognition that Joe Biden, yeah, it's going to be business as usual for big business. But the engine of the American economy is small business and they're going to be decimated here. But that's that's just more of a more of a prediction down the line. And it's so sad because I think there are a lot of people that have been brainwashed by the media into thinking that Trump didn't do a great job with the economy. And that's why this election is even in the position it's in right now. Uh, because the media has been so able to... So so you have a stress test of the economy. You also have a stress test of the system where you're going you're gonna to get to the Supreme Court, and they may just refuse, or maybe they'll refuse to take it, which is the same thing as refusing to do the right thing. And it's just because people are so worried that the libs, the crazy libs, are going to burn the country down if they don't get their way. That's what we're dealing with now. The mass hysteria and... Near universal Democrat temper tantrum that the country will go through just isn't worth it. I worry there are people that think that that's all the rationalization, all the justification they need to ignore these legal challenges and to just pretend that everything we've seen here is fine. It's not.